So um, now that that's over. Now that that's finished. <laughs> now that that's over. Bye, Brady. We got a we got a fun episode for you. More basketball today. We got a lot of basketball to a talk about. Basketball. We've been watching a lot of basketball. I've always we had have. games on in the background, it so is, I know what's it has up. Literally been on twenty four seven in um, our house, which is great. Yeah, we've been collecting our knowledge. Um, we've, we've been, been pooling. We've been pooling. Um, and we got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. Um, a lot going on in the basketball world. Mm-hmm. It's the playoff push. Um, so teams, there's a lot of narratives right now. There's a lot of um, MVP narratives. There's a lot of playoff narratives. A lot is of risers. A lot of risers, fallers. Is this team good? Are they fakers? Are they pretenders? Are they on fraud What's watch? What's going on? Fraud watch. Fraud watch. Yeah, we'll we'll we're, have some fraud watch later on as well. We're it back. We got everything this week, and I think I want to start with Please, the biggest ahead. story of recent of like the past week, um, past few weeks, is that the Milwaukee Bucks are undefeated. They're 16 and 0 in February. Wow. Um, the entire month of February? I don't know if their 16 games were all in February, but they were undefeated February and they're 16 on a 16 game win streak. Do you know off the top of your head? I know it's by the Warriors, but who has the longest win streak ever? Ever? Yeah. You know, it's the war- it was the Warriors 2016 season when they were playing really, really I don't know really if it good. was. I feel like it was the Bulls. The Bulls? It might be either, but I'll look it up right 16 now. 16 games is really good and yeah. really hard to do and what's more uh what's even better about that is that a lot of those games they didn't have like some of their top players i think they've had drew holiday for all the games who's very underrated um and doesn't get enough enough love but hmm. they didn't have Giannis for a little while chris middleton right. who's the who's the third wheel um he has been injured and he's just coming back so he's on minutes restrictions mm-hmm. he's not even starting um and so a lot of like their depth has been tested, yeah, and it's held up. It's a promising, it's a promising feeling just yeah. to know that your entire bench, even without your superstars, because like, you know, if you look at the Golden State Warriors, for example, they had Steph, and it took probably, I don't know, ten games to figure it out without him there, and you yeah, know, that really set him back significantly. Yeah, but with the Bucks, you already have those those young guys, those deft players are ready to step in and fill in for you. Yeah. And that makes you feel, that's probably the best feeling Yeah, as, a, as an owner and as a coach. Yeah, if I'm the coach or the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm feeling really good right now. Well, I've got really good. I've got an MVP candidate, uh, arguably the best player in the world on my team right now. And at the same time, like everyone else on my team, they're balling out too. And that's you know, true. A lot of them are having career years as well. Mm-hmm. So Bobby Portis is having a career year. Bobby Portis. Uh, Brooke Lopez is having a career year. There's a few others as well. But it's just, um, it's been pretty, pretty awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I will say, and this isn't like a big knock on the Bucks, but early on in their win streak, a lot of the opponents that they were beating were either bad teams or good teams without their best players. Yeah, that's so, true. They had a few suspect wins, I'd say. So I'd say, like, it's not... And obviously, if you win 16 games in a row, there's like no matter how good you are, a certain degree of luck is, is required. Yeah, well, obviously. I think that's the big... I, there's obviously always an asterisk in terms of historically winning franchises and historically winning teams. Um, I think, it, you know, the Bucks are no exception. They're at 16... To crack the top five, they need to go to 20. And you look at the the last 20 team, which I believe the last team to make it to 20 was, uh, yeah, that's what I thought, the Golden State Warriors. And they, uh, in their 2016 season, made it to 28. So 28. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. I don't know if the Bucks are gonna do that. Um, you know, but they have to be historically lucky as well. Yeah, yeah, you have you do have to be even if you're the best team by far, you still have to be historically, historically lucky. lucky, right? Yeah. You know, all the stars have to align all the time, and yeah. they they got to 28. And you know, like the Eastern Conference conference, there's like a five team push at the top, and yeah. none of those teams are slouchers. You know, like no. every single one of them is fighting tooth and nail right now. Well, uh, in the West too, but this is what was so shocking to me. I mean, I looked at the standings in the East, and you got the Bucks on top, and you kind of have. You know, some scragglers or yeah. whatever. And the same thing in the West. You got the Nuggets and then everyone else, like, basically. Maybe the Grizzlies, but yeah. like, you know, the Suns, the Warriors now, the Mavericks. The Grizzlies are the second best team by by record. So technically, but maybe like, maybe the Grizzlies isn't really fair to them. Well, I think that thinking about it reasonably, like I can see maybe definitely not the Nuggets, but I can see any team below the Grizzlies up until like probably the seventh seed. I can see them reasonably beating the Grizzlies in a set. Or a series of best of five. You get what I'm saying? Best of seven. Best of seven. Is that what the playoffs are? Yeah. Yeah. Best of seven. Like the Clippers could do it. The Warriors could do it. The Suns definitely could do it. I mean, in the playoffs, anything can happen. You know. That's what I'm saying. I just I can I can realistically see all those kind of middle to to like good teams Mm. already pushing for the playoffs. Like I could see them in that number two spot or beating the number two spot. I I do think the Grizzlies like. I think part of why people like sleep on the Grizzlies is because they don't really have the star power of like some of the other teams uh, in the Western Conference. They have Conference. John Morant. John Morant, but they have John outside Morant. of that, can you name another player except Desmond Bain? Because I'm always talking about him. Uh, yeah, the big uh, Australian man, Josh Allen. They don't have a big Australian man. Yeah, they do on the Grizzlies. Oh, he's he's not he's not Australian. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's a Kiwi. Oh. Um, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I should have known. It's Steven Adams. Steven Adams, thank you. And that's like, he's a rotation player. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's good. I thought he was. He, no, he is really good. He's a really good center, He's but he's a role player. Yeah, he's, he's like not, an he's Anthony not a star. Lam. He's like an Anthony Lamb. No, he's way fucking better than <laughs> Anthony Lamb. Yeah. Um, he's like the, he's like a better Kavon Looney would be like the comparison. Really? Yeah, he's, yeah. But Wooney is so good. Kavon Looney. I had this argument with our roommate, Ale, the other day. Of course. Because he was telling me Kavon Looney is a top 10 uh, center in the <laughs> NBA. He was telling me that. And like, I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt a little bit. I was like, okay, sure. And then we like took a look at Looney's stats just to compare to other players. Yeah. And Looney, most starting centers in the NBA average above 30 minutes a game. And Looney averages 24. Okay. <laughs> so already it's a red flag. All right. Already a red flag. Yeah. But Ale, my roommate, who we're talking about, was like, well, I bet if you look at the playoffs, like he's playing way more minutes because the rotation is smaller. Um, and so he's the starting center. He's playing more minutes in the playoffs, right? Because he's, he's one of their better players. Like he's playing more minutes. Right. Therefore, his stats should be. Yeah. His stats should be better. Should be better right. <laughs> And so we, we looked, and last year in the playoffs, he averaged 20 minutes. So oh. <laughs> in the playoffs, his minutes go down. Ouch. As, wait, who is he rotating with? Otto Porter? Dude, I don't even remember. I mean, Draymond, Draymond Green runs center for them sometimes. Otto Porter is not a center. I thought, uh, I thought he was. Dude, I don't even know who else would play <laughs> center for them. But they run small ball a lot, mm-hmm. so they have Draymond at center. Um, and that's probably part of why. But, but still, like... You gotta be better than that. Like... You can't be a top ten center in the NBA and also be playing <laughs> twenty minutes in the playoffs. Less than the average, yeah. No, that that says a lot about so, who you are as a player. Like, and you know, like, 
the stats don't lie in that case, I don't think. No. Um, but back to what we were talking about before, which was what? What we were talking about? I lost track. We were talking about the, the Grizzlies. And then the Grizzlies. Right. So the Grizzlies, the reason I think they're underrated, they're underrated is because the star power. people forget about them sometimes. People forget that they're no. the second that they have the second best record in the West. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm, I might disagree with you on that one. I feel like the the Grizzlies still get a fair share of attention. I don't in think terms so. The basketball sphere. In terms of all the attention right now that I see in the basketball sphere in the Western Conference is on the Lakers, uh-huh. the Warriors, yeah. the Clippers, yeah. and dude, like not even the Nuggets because the Nuggets and the Grizzlies well, are both the small s- probably the small sun, market the Suns, the Suns that's the other one I was looking for yeah right it's all the and small the Mavericks all the big mar- everyone the, except the, the Nuggets and the Grizzlies teams. all the big market teams you know and the Grizzlies Denver. Grizzlies have that one really marketable star in John Morant John Morant but everyone else <laughs> like most people don't know like about Jaron Jackson Jr. and like Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain see Desmond Bain he's just not a sex symbol you know Sex sells. Oh, no. I, I kind of. I'm kind of. <laughs> mm, those let's stub- not get into it. Let's yeah, get those into stubby it. arms. Oh, let's not get into it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, no, I, I. That's part of why I don't like. I feel like people sleep on the Grizzlies a little bit, and part of part of it is like maybe they don't have the star power that like the Suns do. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that's kind of where the Clippers. I, that's kind of what I was saying. I mean, like, come on, you got you got Paul, you got the the duo on the Clippers. You got right, Paul George and Kawhi. And Kawhi, thank you. I get yeah. confused with the 76ers who are. And even the Lakers have more star power with Anthony Davis because and they got LeBron and they got and the, Anthony Davis. the Suns are very like <laughs> those are yeah. the definition of star power exactly. But and, but the Grizzlies are a very like well run organization. Yeah, it's similar to the Warriors. They're like in a the way. Spurs. You know, the Spurs or the Warriors, like organizations and the Nuggets even. Yeah, warrior organizations like that that don't necessarily have this crazy star power. And I think if you're a small market team in the NBA, this is almost more necessary. Um, like the Spurs, San Antonio, not a very big market. I not mean, a very Texas, big market. Texas, Texas is a big market. Texas is a big market. But, but they're the, sharing with the Rockets. Yeah. And the Rockets are a much... That's Houston. Um, also, don't forget about the Mavericks. And the Mavericks. <laughs> the San Antonio compared to the Rockets and the Mavericks. That's true. I mean, Dallas. Oh, my God. Who likes the Texans, too? Like, you know? Like, so, teams like San Antonio. Warriors are kind of an exception, I would say. Um, although they were in Oakland. No, the Bay, the Bay is a huge... It's a huge market. Yeah, And right? they have it to themselves. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying, like... The way they run their team is more like a small market team compared to like right big big markets run like small market teams. Whereas a team like a team like the Knicks or or the Celtics can right. attract like these big names, big and market stuff. teams being ran like big market. Whereas teams. like a team like the Grizzlies, they're Memphis. Like I know, but what the, star is going to want to go to Memphis? The Celtics, though, to your point about big market teams running running it like a big market team. The yeah. Celtics have had pretty sustained success. I saw that they have. One of the longest playoff streaks in the NBA with six years. They made yeah. it every single time. What would you accredit that success to? Well, I think they have been a very, and I'm not saying that for you to be a big market team still can't get away with being poorly run. And the the Knicks for a very long time suffered from that, where the Knicks kind of just made awful decisions. Yeah. Um, and the Nets too, even though they're a smaller market, but um. The Celtics just have made extremely like smart decisions yeah. with drafting. You know, mm-hmm. they got Jason Tatum. That's true. From um, the they traded Kyrie. Did Kyrie go from he, the Celtics to the Nets? 
Yeah, I believe so. Okay, and then they turned that into... I'm pretty sure that's what happened, because they turned that into Jason Tatum, Rip Covey. Uh, They basically, they got bank from the Nets. Yeah. Um, They drafted... Not only did they draft Jason Tatum, like, they also drafted Jalen Brown. That's true. They drafted Marcus Smart. They've dropped Robert, Robert, um, fucking Williams. Oh, Robert Robert Williams, the third. Peter Griffin. Um, (laughs) all of these guys are like drafted by the Celtics. Like they're Celtics players that were drafted there. Yeah. They're born. They're they're born Celtics. The reason the Celtics are good is, yeah, they have a bunch of guys that they brought in around them Mm -hmm. that are really good. You know, like Al Horford, you know. So it was still, it was still competently run even with the the big budget. They've run, it's a well-run organization. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is that. Teams like the Thunder, I hate them, but the Thunder, <laughs> the the Spurs, the the Grizzlies, the, the Nuggets, Kings. the Kings, exactly. The Teams Pistons. like that, they can't afford to not be well run. That's true. That's why the Kings sucked for so long. It's because they just were like not good enough and they can't attract any like right. big names. They weren't being viewed as like a they weren't being viewed as a business, you know? Right. And it was just kind of like, it was more like a liability. Exactly. You know, sports so, teams are so profitable. Yeah. I, I, I'm shocked to still be in this day and age where there's it's just so easy to market and it's so easy to get yourself out there, especially with like targeting advertising, uh, advertisements and whatnot. Yeah. I find it still shocking that some small market teams are like struggling to continue their office. And I know I, I make it sound very easy. I know nothing about running a sports franchise, but still, I feel like the any competent business owner knows that your your product needs to sell mm-hmm. and you need to have your consumers. And, you know, it's never been easier to get directly to your consumers, so it's still funny to me when, like, I'm going cross sports now. Let's say the Texans are, like, horrible. And even the Bulls. The Bulls are, like, they haven't been good since 2010. But they make a lot of money. But they make a lot of money. But yeah. there's still, there's no excuse for the Bulls to be this horrible. Like Yeah, well, they're, that's an example of a team with star power but it's just very poorly run. Yeah, just like the Nets. Um, <laughs> the Nets, you know, like um, the Lakers even. What could have been? Uh, they've made some better decisions this year, but still, like. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's to my point is that's why I think the Grizzlies are slept on a little bit is because they don't have that crazy star power, mm-hmm. but they're just very efficient in the way they run the offense. Yeah. You know, like they know what they're good at. They stick to it. They play good defense. Um, they're scrappy. And so that's why they're second in the West. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not a fluke. Yeah. And, and I agree. I think that a lot of teams could probably beat them in a seven-game series because yeah. they're young. Um, but those those types of teams win, you know? Like, those those make miracles happen. It also wouldn't surprise me if the Grizzlies beat the Nuggets, too. Really? I think— Okay, I, hold on. Hold on. And I'm, I believe the hold Nuggets are going to the finals. Hold on now. I think the Nuggets are going to the finals, but I think a gr- team like the Grizzlies are a wild card. Like you don't, you don't you really that, know you what you said that get. about that. You said that about them last year. Yeah, That's they were a wild card, but now they're even more of a wild card, right? Well, now. they have more experience in the playoffs now. That's true. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know what to expect from the Grizzlies once they make it to the playoffs. Honestly, you know, John Morant and Desmond Bain have only gotten better this year. No, do you think they look more comfortable out there? You know, I actually don't think I've seen enough Grizzlies games to give you a definitive. Yeah, I want to watch. I kind of want to watch a little bit more Grizzlies games just because they. That's another thing is like people don't see their games because yeah. they're a small market. I'm team. sure people. In, if you talk to someone from Memphis, they'll probably say something. Yeah, they'll if tell I talk you a to lot. Someone from Memphis, I don't know anyone yeah. from Memphis. Isn't no Will Mater's from? He's from Nashville. Nashville, yeah. One of our friends is from Nashville, but that's the closest. I don't know anybody from Memphis. Yeah, my cousin lives in Nashville. Um. 
I mean, so yeah, I I just think that <laughs> who lives in Memphis? I think that the West <laughs> is an interesting place right now because yeah. I think the Nuggets are the clear top dog, and it makes sense why they're the top dog. They have yeah. the best player. Now, were the Grizzlies always in Memphis? No, they were in Vancouver, uh, Canada before. Really? And it's just a, it's like what you were saying earlier. It's just an example of a team not being able to sustain itself. When so did, it, wait, when did they move? I think like t- 2000s, early 2000s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Never would have thought. Yeah. They just weren't profitable in yeah. Vancouver. You know what we need? We need one more big Canadian city. Because we have Vancouver. Vancouver is a big Canadian city. It is. It's a beautiful city, too. Yeah. But it's just, you know, Vancouver just doesn't have that. It's not a sports city. It's not a sports city, you know, and I want more. Even for hockey, like, they're not, Canucks aren't very good. No. They don't even attract a whole lot. I think Canada just always has their own thing going on. I hope, what's, like, the third biggest city in Canada? Because I know it goes probably Toronto, Vancouver, and then what, Alberta? Alberta, definitely not Edmonton. Edmonton's gross. Edmonton, but they have a team, too. The Oilers, yeah, yeah. That's where Wayne Gretzky played. Oilers are better than the than the. Yeah, they got the they got the better. They got the. See, look at us. We talk. We're talking about hockey right now. Yeah, that's three sports. Yeah, we've covered. We've a covered lot three of sports. A now. lot of ground. Yeah, no. The, the we talked a bit about baseball last year. I thought did the we? Mariners. Yeah, well, I, I probably talked about the Mariners. I know spring training's happening. Yeah, Tigers looking really good. In the Cactus League. Um. But yeah, the West is really interesting. Um, is what I was saying because it's kind of unclear where people are going to end up at the end and like who's going to be in the play-in. Who, like, it feels like so much can change. The only thing I don't think is going to change is the I don't think the Nuggets Denver are giving Nuggets, up yeah. the I top was gonna spot. Say, I was going to say the exact same thing. They have such a dominant lead. They got a chokehold on they the West. They got a chokehold. Right Luka, not Luka Doncic, sorry, other good white boy on in the West, Nikola Jokic. Mm. He has a he has a chokehold on the entire Western Conference. Yeah, he is, and it's just around him. Like the the team around Jokic is really good. Yeah, um, he is. He's just the he's the all father. He's yeah. the daddy of the West. Yeah, big and papa himself. The East is a little bit of a different story, I think, because in the East I see like there are five clear top dogs. Right, and one of them is new. And I want to talk about them today. But well, name your top five dogs in the East. In the East, obviously starts with the Bucks, Bucks the Bucks, the Celtics. Celtics. Then we have the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Then the Cavs. Oh, you think the Cavs really? Yeah, I do. I oh, do wow. think the Cavs. You keep going. And then the Knicks. And the Heat could uh, make some noise. Uh, I why? I don't think the Cavs. The Cavs belong. Are, Cavs are good, dude. The Cavs are better than their record. Hmm. I'm looking at the record right now. I've not been paying attention to the Cavs, but I feel like the Cavs have what always are they, been. What's, where are they in the East right now? Five? Four? Let me see. Eastern Conference Basketball. Let's see here. Cavs are number four. Yeah. Oh, wow. They actually are kind of good. They're 39 they have 26. The, I think they have the top defense in the NBA, or at least top three. Um, wow. And they're they have Donovan Mitchell, they have Darius Garland, they've got like they've got dudes, like they've got ballers on that team. Yeah. Ricky Rubio's back, like he's a like not like no joke. He's like a good bench piece uh that they have now. Yeah. So um, at, at top it's Bucks and Celtics at forty five wins. And yeah. then three through seven is pretty much you have the Cavs and then of course the Knicks. And the Sixers. And the Sixers. Did they fall a bit? No, Sixers are third still. Okay. Right. 
So yeah, wow. the we need to talk about the Knicks though. <laughs> we need to talk about the Knicks. Because going into this season, I think a lot of people had like didn't really have very high expectations for the Knicks. You know, Julius Randle came off like one of his worst years of his career. Right. Um, they made a pickup of Jalen Brunson, but a lot of people thought they were going to get Donovan Mitchell, and they were really like mad. Donovan Mitchell on the Cavs, right? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell on the Cavs. I know basketball. Um, and they were mad when they got Jalen Brunson. Um, and just like a lot of people were like, it's not a difference. He's not like a big enough oh, of a difference maker. But oh, are they laughing now? Yeah. And, oh. and then this trade deadline, they got Josh Hart um, from, the, from the Blazers. Hmm. And Josh Hart, <laughs> the Knicks with Josh Hart are undefeated. <laughs> really? The, yeah. With Josh he Hart. He is the difference. Maybe. And Josh Hart is like. He's like the Norman Powell, you know, like he's like a role player. I like still he's a don't really know. I don't know who Norman Powell. We were watching him today. He's the sixth man for the Clippers. Um, he's Josh Hart is a really good role player. Like gotcha. he's, he's a glue guy. Like he'll play good defense. He can guard like three positions. Hmm. Um, he can shoot threes. Like he can do a lot of different things. He's a glue guy. Um, and every NBA, every good NBA team wants like a bunch of Josh Harts on their bench. Um, and like the the Knicks, they made that pickup, and a lot of people were like, "This is like the same as picking up Jalen Brunson." Like same kind of attitude they had towards it, but it's fucking working. And the Knicks are people just like haven't really come to terms with the fact that the Knicks look really fucking good. <laughs> it's a it's a scary realization that New York basketball is actually yeah doing well. Like Jalen Brunson is having a fucking year. He's averaging like twenty seven, twenty six. He's, like, a really good playmaker. Yeah, and they also just look, I don't know, like an actual competent basketball they franchise. They look hungry, too. Yeah, right? It's like and Julius Randle is playing well. Like, Mitchell Robinson, he's their center. He gets, like, 10 points, 11 rebounds a game. Like, he's doing well. They've got a, a pretty deep bench with Evan Fournier, Emmanuel Quickly, mm-hmm. a bunch oh, of guys. Quickly's really good, too. Yeah, they got a bunch of guys, a bunch of young guys, too. Yeah, a bunch of dudes. And so, like, and that was kind of the thing, is, like, they had a bunch of guys before, but they didn't have the 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 people to put them over they the top. They didn't just have. They just didn't have Josh Hart. They just had a bunch of guys. But now they have Jalen Brunson they and have Josh a family. Hart. Family, and like the Knicks, they just beat the Celtics. Like <laughs> yes, they did. They just beat the Celtics. I think they are rematching the Celtics. When this next this like Friday, I think they're rematching the Celtics tomorrow. Yeah, um, I want to watch that game. It'll be interesting. Um, or they might have already just rematched them. Yeah. I'm not sure. Speaking of interesting Celtics games, the Celtics-Cavs were really good. That, that was, was a really a good, game, good game. game. And they won by what, three, five? No, the Celtics pulled away at the end a no, little they, bit. No, 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 no. They I did. thought it was much closer. It was for a while, but the Celtics pulled away. Yeah, I only watched it to the third quarter. Hold on, let me look at that. Jason yeah, they, Tatum really turned on the Jets at the no, end. No, they lost by four. Yeah, but <laughs> it was it was, it was was a lot. It, it doesn't less, tell the full story. It was less close than that. Yeah. Like, but also in the, in, the, in the East too, thinking about other teams, you've got the Hawks. There's some. There's some like you got the Wizards. There's some shakers and bakers, <laughs> but the, they the, be shaking and baking. The in the East. I think the difference between the West and the East right now is that in the East, the Wizards, you know, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Heat, none of them made like big fr- moves at the trade deadline. No, they all like didn't do anything basically. Yeah. Poor, so, wiz- poor wizards. So they haven't they haven't gotten better. No, they're but, just the same. But those teams in the West, like everyone was making moves in the West. Yeah, you know what I mean. So those teams are better, 
And so that's the difference is that's why these like top five teams in the East are going to probably stay the same. The only team I could see maybe like if the Knicks start losing some more games, like the Heat could probably take their spot. I could see the Knicks making a good run for the third spot. I think they could overtake the Cavs. I think they probably will soon. I think um, they could also overtake the Sixers if the Sixers I think that's keep what slipping. I'm, uh, that's what I'm saying. The Sixers haven't looked stupendous. They've been playing really good teams, so I don't mm-hmm. think it's like completely. Well, I mean, on yeah, them. it's a little, little demoralizing. But. They've had they've had a, like a hard streak of games. They've lost like four, but it's because like they were playing really fucking good teams. I'm trying to I'm trying to think here. I would I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks, because to your point in terms of like making big moves. I mean, you think about the Celtics and you think about the box like they were already good enough they didn't they, i think they the celtics need. picked up like mike muscala from the, the okc but like they didn't need to you no. know but that's why it, that's why i'm really excited to see the 76ers and the the knicks too because mm-hmm. i think like I, I think in terms of stagnant teams and kind of like the staleness of the league from what i've noticed in my kind of introduction to fandomness i think things kind of like to like to stick and those who those teams who are able to shake up the dynamic of basketball, draw attention, get a little bit more publicity in comparison to the other mainstream teams, I feel like those teams tend to do a little bit better and see a little bit more success as opposed to those not doing a whole lot. Because like think of the war think of the Warriors too. They didn't make any huge moves. No. They last the you know in the free agent or that's the in, thing, in between like, seasons. The Warriors have gotten it seems like the Warriors have gotten better over the course of the season, but um, it it's probably less because of like the roster and more because they had a bunch of really young players and right. the young players needed to get better um, and get like more experience before it really started molding together. Right, and it feels like it's starting to come together for them. I know, but it, I don't know if it's gonna be enough. And I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think it'll be enough. If it, Ollie's listening, like I've been watching the Warriors, they look fantastic. But you know, if you think about those established teams, that's who the the Warriors really struggle the most against. Yeah, and you know? the their their little win streak, the Clippers are, and I don't quote me on this because I don't, I, we might have to look this up, like who the Warriors just have played against, but I think it was they played against the, I know they played against the um the Clippers just now, they played against the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. um, they squeaked out a win against the Timberwolves, they beat the Blazers, Blazers, okay, the Rockets, the Rockets, and they lost to the Lakers, and the loss of Lakers, so they've won, they've won. Uh, one game against a really like a good team. Yeah, and not even uh, almost a week and a day ago, they got flounced by the Clippers. Believe it or not. R- oh, I remember it. Right. Yep, so it's yeah. like, you know, the the Warriors and Warriors fans are so quick to jump on the narrative. I'll just say that it's true. I mean, <laughs> but I think when you have a team that's like been so successful in like the past like recent yeah, mem- in recent memory, like it's very easy for that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like I think it is important to keep in perspective who the Warriors have been playing on right. their win streak. And like, they've been they've been struggling against those opponents that are ahead of them. You yeah, know? which is obviously really And the Clippers, it is a huge win for them because the Clippers are um fighting for the same spots as the Warriors. Oh are. yeah, they're right up there with them. Warriors are behind the the Suns yeah. right now. That's yeah. the next team to be. Yeah. It is I cannot believe they're fourth right now. They're fourth in the in oh, standings. Yeah, and then that's Suns how are, tight it is. That's the thing. Th- I know that's just so. I it baffles me every time, especially after just talking about the East for the last ten minutes. It's like, you know, in the East, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you get the well, the 
the Mavericks just went on like a big losing streak. They ended it today with a huge win right. against the Sixers. Oh. Um, but they were doing really badly since the Kyrie trade. Kyrie. And that's part of why the Warriors are in fourth right now. It's because right. the Mavericks fell down, and then the Clippers have lost a few games right. in a row as well. So the Warriors better hold on for dear life. So if those two teams start playing better, then the Warriors will need to as well. Right. Well, like, the Clippers have, we saw this tonight, they have the seventh toughest schedule for the next however yeah. many games, which is going to be challenging. I mean, the thing with the, the Clippers are really frustrating because they have – uh, in, like they have a pretty stacked roster. Like watching <laughs> them play, like they have a pretty deep roster. Like a bunch of guys on that roster are gonna Bones. go out and get you buckets. You know, like Bones Highland, he's a bucket. Um, Norman Powell, bucket. <laughs> Bones Highland, PG, that's bucket. a bucket. PG bucket. Kawhi. Terrence Mann, bucket. Kawhi, bucket. Yeah, bucket. Uh, There's so many. Buckets. All these guys. All these guys. So Eric good. Gordon. You're Eric so Gordon, good. bucket. And you know, like. They had this game against the Warriors like this past night that their shots just weren't landing. And mm-hmm. like I think well, I mean, if you're they, a Clippers fan, if you're a Clippers fan, I think you gotta take this game with a grain of salt in a way. I mean, it goes to show that they can still suck. They can still suck like, exponentially. But, <laughs> like, but horribly suck. But at the same time, like this is definitely an outlier game for them in terms of like how horribly they were shooting. Um I was watching it and it felt it felt like nothing was going in. Like that's their floor. Their that's, floor this is, is their floor. Their floor is ninety one sure. points against the the Warriors, who have one of the worst defenses in yeah. the entire league. So like it made the Warriors defense look really good. <laughs> it sure did. It made the Warriors defense look really good. Come on. Um that was so it was so it was, funny. It was yeah. It was a tough loss, but yeah. It was a funny game. Jordan Poole played out of his mind. He did, yeah. Um but yeah, I think that it's important to not like get caught up in narratives. And also mm-hmm. I think it's very important if you're thinking the Suns are going to be a huge riser, not to get caught up in that narrative just yet. The Suns? Yeah. Well, wait till Kyrie. I mean, if the Kyrie, Irving, if the Kyrie Irving trade has taught, taught us anything, it's that e- even with such big superstars, such as Kyrie, yeah. you know, there's always going to be a little bit of an adjustment period. So I wouldn't be shocked if... I, w- I would also say that with the Suns in particular, like the amount of players that they sent over to the Nets in exchange for Kevin Durant... Like is definitely a hit to their depth. Yeah, they lost Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges. They who's lost really Cameron good. Johnson, who's also really good. Yeah, they lost like some really good players, like um, essential to their to their success. Some, like it's like very important depth players. Um, and they're they they're still winning without Kevin Durant. It's like I re- that that's the thing is like if you have a player like Devin Booker, like he's gonna win you games. Yeah, right. So it's like why and DeAndre Ayton like has started playing better recently. He started out the season pretty bad, and CP has not been a very good scorer this season. Mm. Um, but when they're, when all of those four guys are playing, like I think it's a very good team, but I just think that if one or two of those guys are hurt, like I don't think this team survives any other team in the Western Conference no. in a seven-game series. Let's hope Kevin Dur- Durant is that glue the I think, aforementioned glue. I think the Warriors would be really happy if they got the Suns in the first round, mm. and like one of them got injured, like because like <laughs> that's like that's like very likely to happen. It feels like CP and Kevin Chris Durant Ball. are are not young. They're frail. They're older. <laughs> They're now. crippled, and they get hurt more often. Yeah. And like Kevin Durant's been in the league for almost twenty years now. Devin Booker can't win a playoff series by, by himself. himself. He might be able to. Who do you wait? Who's better? I think he can. Who's better, Jason Tatum or Devin Booker? 
Jason Tatum. Oh, really? That's not even... I mean, Jason Tatum has never dropped, like, 70-what points that Devin Booker dropped. 76, I think he dropped. Devin Booker? Yeah, he dropped... He has, like, one of the highest scoring games of all time. But Jason Tatum just brings everything to your team. That's true. Like He's a dog. He he gets you assists. He gets you steals. He gets you rebounds. He scores, like, on all levels. Like, Mm -hmm. he just... He's, like, the ultimate... Like, he's like a superstar glue guy. <laughs> he's like if, what's his name, Josh Hart? Yeah, he's like if Josh Hart was cranked to a million. <laughs> like, if Josh Hart did everything he did, but way better. <laughs> if Josh, if, if Jason Tatum played a little bit better, then he'd be Josh Hart. Yeah. That's what I actually, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying Josh is, Hart. all I'm saying is the Knicks wouldn't be on a five-game win streak if they got they Jason Tatum. That's right. They're undefeated with, uh, with Josh, Josh Hart. Hart. But Jason Tatum, you know, he's a little bit of a diva, you know? Yeah, he's always I don't texting know. Kobe. He's always just like... I don't think he's a diva. I just no, think he's kind of cringe. I know. He is kind of cringe. I yeah. don't... Like, Jason Tatum, like, he's not like... Oh, I have an idea. Can I just go down a list of basketball players and tell <laughs> you tell me if they're based or cringe? Based or cringe? Okay, we'll do that. All right, all right. I like this. Let me... Let's see here. I'll look, I'll look at every single team and name one player. We also need to do the... Uh, pretenders or the oh the frauds the frauds yeah yeah so after that we'll do that I'm gonna go through the list of every this will be good for me because this this can help me name one player from every team all right based or cringe based or cringe all right all right Los Angeles Lakers that let's say Anthony Davis is he based or cringe uh based all right I'll say Boston Celtics Robert Williams based for sure okay New York Knicks Let's say Julius Randle. Is he based or cringe? Based. All right. Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know anybody. (laughs) Wait. Um, Oh, shit. Who's the really good guy? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, based or cringe? Based. All right. Golden State Warriors. Let's do do Dante DiVincenzo. Based. Really? Yeah. Even when he wears every single pair of if shoes. You had, if you had given me like Anthony Lamb, I would I would have said cringe. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony you we, gave did, me, we could do the whole if Warriors. You gave me roster. Jordan Poole cringe. Jordan Poole's so cringe. Draymond hella cringe. No, Draymond's based. Are you nah, kidding me? Draymond I, is so oh, cringe, on. bro. You should have listened to his post game talk. Oh, I've listened to them. They're really like he's pretty he's pretty intelligent. Just in like watching him play is cringe. That's true. But I'm I'm feeling like as a person like no so, yeah sure. Like, but Jason like, Tatum is a cringe human being. He is a cringe human being, yeah. But, like, okay, never mind. I don't know oh, any... Are doing as a, as a person? I, th- I, I don't know I, any of these guys personally. Well, you know, it's, like, as an image. Like, as an know, image, okay. Right. Let's keep it going. I don't know anybody on the Houston Rockets. They're all cringe. They're all cringe. All right, Detroit Pistons. Let's do... Uh, <laughs> let's do Cade Cunningham. Is he based or cringe? Cade Cunningham is based. I, he's pretty based, but there's just a little bit of cringe in there. Like, I don't think he, he's not really, he's not really. If you had given me, like, Isaiah Stewart, cringe. Isaiah Stewart is not cringe. He's cringe. He's as base as it gets. He's always throwing hands. Like, he, <laughs> That's like, base. It's basketball, bro. Dude, he's got that dog. <laughs> it's basketball. It's, it's a game, dude. Just chill. Like, you're not, you're not physically hurting anybody, like, in football. Yeah. All right, all right. Chicago Bulls, Lonzo Ball, based or cringe? Cringe. Cringe as hell. Dallas Mavericks. Let's do. I don't want to do the the two obvious ones. Let's see here. Um, Christian Wood, cringe. Christian Wood, cringe. Maxi Kleba, 
cringe. All right, let's do Phoenix Suns. Here's a good one. Is Chris Paul Baster <sighs> cringe? He's cringe. I think he's cringe just because he's older. Now. I don't. I don't hate him as much as Ale does, our roommate. Right. But because um, that's kind of a weird obsessive hatred he has of. Chris I think Paul. it's just a joke at this. It's point. a joke, but like it's kind of a meme. It's a meme, but like it's also just like not funny. So <laughs> he should stop. He's just like really intensely like I don't think people, people don't people don't really laugh. They just kind of feel uncomfortable. I mean, that's like mo- that sometimes that's most of all his ongoing bits. Yeah, but like I think it's funny sometimes just because I I just know what's gonna happen. It's, yeah. Like as soon as we see Chris Paul in like a state park where he's like, oh, his children, his wife gone. Take him away from him. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Let's do James Harden. Is he based or cringe? Cringe. Hella cringe. I would agree. Charlotte Hornets. (laughs) Who? who, Can you name someone on the Charlotte Hornets? I mean, other than LaMelo. Cringe. Cringe alert. Utah Jazz. Everyone on the Utah Jazz is based. Based as fuck. (laughs) Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns. Cringe. Cringe as hell. Atlanta Hawks, Sadiq Bay. Based as fuck. Based as fuck. Can, <laughs> can we get a bonk, please? I don't know if I have any. Oh, yeah, I do have a bonk. The top right, yeah. Sadiq Bay moment. Yeah. <laughs> Sadiq Bay moment. Sadiq Bay is hella based. Thank you. <laughs> bonk. Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Let's do Mikal Bridges based. on the Nets. Based. Based. True. Portland Trailblazers, let's do... Can you name someone outside of Damian Lillard? <laughs> this is a challenge. I watched, I, watched the, I watched the whole Warriors-Blazers game. and Oh, shoot. Who is, the, who is their rookie that they just drafted who's pretty exciting? Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp. Based I, I honestly don't know enough about him, but his dunks are pretty cool, so I'm going to say based. Nice. All right, yeah, his dunks was really good. New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know Zion. This is really, this is really embarrassing. Um, who else is on the Pelicans? CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Cringe. I know him. He's cringe. he's cringe. He's cringe as fuck. Why? But I love him, but he's cringe because he's just old and like he's like a dad. Mm. He's like a dad. Yeah. So what about? Yeah, but what about uh, Marcus Smart or Al Horford? You know, he's he's like a dad, but Al Horford. Al is Horford. Based. Al Horford. <laughs> I just love Al Horford. Dude, so, Al Horford's based as fuck. I just love Al Horford. He's like my favorite basketball player. God, that's so funny. All right, Miami Heat. Uh, Tyler Heroes. He cringe as fuck. Oh my god. I. He's like he's like cringe <laughs> in the same way that Jordan Poole is cringe. <laughs> like they're the. He's same. in a Jack Harlow song. Yeah. Yeah, like that's pr- like you th- he thinks he's pretty cool, but I just know that that gets cringe as hell. Yeah. He'd be texting girls all silly like. Jordan Poole does too. They're the same person. He'd be like twiddling his fingers while <laughs> twiddling. <laughs> like, his, <laughs> with like feet up, like twirling feet, like on the bed. <laughs> oh man. Oh, God, that's good. Washington Wizards. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is cringe. No, I think he's kind of based. He's kind of stoic, honestly. Kyle stoic. Kuzma. I don't know, dude. I don't I don't like his outfits. They're just fucking, they're kind of cringe. In that's my true. That's true. All right, all right, all right. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. I don't know anybody on the Spurs right now. Uh, that's because they sold. They just <laughs> traded everybody. <laughs> they sold. They just, fu- it's like, it was like a fire sale. Like, they yeah. just sold everyone. Get out um, on my team. Let's say Jeremy Sohan, he's a rookie. He is based as fuck. Let's say future San Antonio Spur Victor, Victor Wembanyama. What do you think? Cringe. Yeah, he's pretty cringe, honestly. I think 
might be not a popular opinion, but I think Victor Wembanyama is cringe. I know. That's why we. I don't want to win the Pistons. I think LeBron cringe. LeBron is cringe. You think? Yeah, I I would say so. <sighs> I think the general consensus. I think he's is just that an he's old cr- man. He's like cringy. He's just an old man. Like, he's kind of out of it, which is the funny part about LeBron. Like he's still an amazing basketball player, but he's just kind of cringy. Like he's like. Cringy, like you'd expect, like a thirty-eight-year-old man. <laughs> right, to be. exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's like, he's a dad. Like, he's literally his children who are gonna yeah. be in the NBA. Soon. Like making dad jokes and shit. Like, God, that's so funny. All right, Sacramento King, Sacramento, 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 Sacramento. Give me Kings. a good one on the Kings. <sighs> do you know anyone on the Kings? I, of course I do. You're looking it up right no, now. No, I'm not. De'Aaron Fox. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I would say cringe yeah but demontis sabonis sabonis based. he's based as hell. based malik monk based malik monk is actually based he's i based love as him. fuck okay and finally the last team is the la clippers and for that one i'm gonna say bones island <laughs> cringe he's cringe <laughs> he's cringe bro. he is can Kawhi i get a, I get a ding ding though. ding for uh, Kawhi's base no as fuck. he is not yes he is he's bro. cringe as hell no Kawhi. <laughs> But Kawhi, Kawhi is just being himself, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. He's just like... I liked watching... The, I Finn and I... Kawhi and doesn't try to be anyone else. Usually around midnight, we, we kind of throw on highlights. If everyone's still up, we throw on like weird, obscure highlights. Yeah. Jokic is cringe, I would say. Nikola Jokic is cringe? Very cringe. You think? Yeah, he's cringe. But I love him. Like he's my favorite. Like Al Horford and Nikola Jokic are like my <laughs> two favorite. And but Desmond they're, Bain. They're the cringiest ones of them all. Yeah. Oh um, my god. John no, Morant. Bo- Bones cringe. Island is cringe as hell. John Morant, cringe. Oh, John Morant is cringe. Um Did I forget some? You forgot like a few teams, definitely. Hold on, hold the on. OKC you forgot. That's true. Uh Josh Gady, cringe. Um Josh Gady is cringe. What about uh your your favorite? The what? What's his name? Who's the re- <sighs> What team? The Thunder. Who's your favorite guy in the Thunder? Shay? Shay. No, nah, he's base as fuck. All right. The Raptors? Who's on the Raptors? Pascal Siakam. He's kind of cringe. On the Pacers? Oh, yeah, I forgot the Pacers. Oh. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton? Oh, yeah, I know Tyrese Halliburton. Base. He's base as fuck, too. Miles Turner is kind of cringe. I would agree with that. But Miles I don't, Turner's... I, don't, Miles I love Turner. Miles Turner, though. <laughs> Miles Turner does not scream red pill to me. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone in the NBA screams red pill except Kyrie. Except Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Yeah. Kyrie's the only Kyrie. red pill in the Kyrie, entire Kyrie's the NBA, biggest not pill NFL. Of them all. Oh my god, that's so funny. Well, do, anyway, you have any, do you have any teams on fraud watch that you'd like to talk about as I stand up to close the door so our next ooh. guests don't absolutely interrupt our session? Unlike Brady, I wanna I wanna think about this. I'd say just based on what we talked about earlier, based on what we talked about earlier, I'd say light fraud watch on the on the Warriors. Um. Just in the fact that I don't think they're the four seed. I don't think they're as good as the four seed right now. Yeah, definitely a soft. I think fraud. I watch. think they're probably a like a solid six seed, maybe push a five seed. But four seed feels a little bit high. Mm. Um, I'd say they're probably like. I feel like seven's too low, but like I feel like they're definitely in the playoffs. But they're just what's the lowest six is like sure yeah, you're, okay, sh- no, you're for sure in the playoffs if you're six. Yeah, then they're definitely a six then. I think that. I think that it's tough. I think there's. 
all the teams that are like that you would like label as like frauds, like they are kind of already falling off. I think the Lakers are frauds. I think people are people think the Lakers are going to be good and they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know if they will. See, I would disagree with that because really? well, I LeBron's out LeBron's for like out. a few weeks. That's true, but Anthony Davis has been playing well. Anthony Davis is going to need to take it to another fucking level. I think he has it in him. He does. We know he has it in him, but like, is he going to stay healthy is another thing. Probably not, but I've liked what I've seen from their, their supporting cast. No, like, they're, they're solid, but I don't think they're, they're not good enough to like make it out of the play-in. I think people know who the Lakers are, though. I think if I'm speaking on a general term. I just hear a lot of talk about how the Lakers are going to climb and make the playoffs and like I just don't see it. You know, I don't believe that at all. I don't see that. They happening. could probably do play in and probably try to do go crazy. But no yeah. in the NBA they'll probably make the playoffs and do something stupid in the, the first round, but let's see here. A fraud that I like to think about. The the Trailblazers are frauds. I don't Trailblazers. I think everyone thinks the Trailblazers are frauds. If you can't win really with Dame <laughs> with Dame dropping like forty five a game, like if you can't win games like while that's happening, like yeah. you're a fraud. Team. Pistons, frauds. <laughs> the Rockets are the biggest frauds of them all. Yeah, that's true. I, the, they like, frauded themselves. I don't even want to watch Rockets games. Like they're not like <laughs> But I think a lot of teams are kind of like I don't know. I don't I wouldn't say the Clippers are frauds. I just feel like they've kind of had a rough streak because mm-hmm. um, they're better than where they are right now in the standings. Like, I legitimately think right. that. I think what's happened with the Clippers is that they just go down so dramatically so frequently, mm-hmm. and then they just take Paul George and Kawhi out. <laughs> and they just, like, they're like, oh, fuck it. Bones, just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And Bones is like, okay. And, and Bones just starts hucking up shots. <laughs> just been yucking up because he's yeah. cringe as hell. Russell Russell Westbrook <laughs> also, like, I don't know. Oh, that guy's cringe as hell, too. Yeah, he's cringe. But bonus, but also, bonus base also points for Russell Westbrook, in a weird way, is kind of based. Because no, bonus so, points for owning a car dealership. Yeah, and also, like, he's so cringe that he's based almost. I like, know. It's like you have to think that he's kind of aware of it. Oh, and for our non-Orange County listeners... He owns a Kia dealership. A Kia dealership. And in I, there, if you see a Kia driving with a California license plate, it's likely that it's going to say Russell Westbrook <laughs> on it. The Russell Westbrook Which Kia. Which is kind of base. I love Russ for that. I know. That's kind of funny. He's, he's, he's like expanding good, his business. Like, that's a portfolio. good venture. You know, he's yeah. like, you own a car dealership. Like, that's a, that's a pretty good thing to put your money <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so. He's also like, He's it like in a whiskey brand, I think. I know. After all those brand endorsements, he's like, I could just throw up whatever the fuck I want now. Like I can just take any shot. He's a he loves taking shots. Yeah, he got, he got that Kia money. He does. <laughs> um, we got two minutes left. I'm trying to think if there are any other frauds. There's I, none that are really jumping out to me right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think we covered the big. The the only ones that I've ever wanted to talk about were definitely the Warriors, Mr. Allen. Yeah, I think. Warriors, I think the Bucks are probably as good as their record, but I also think like they might like the sixteen wins, like they might have like had a little bit like of help with like stars being out and stuff. I think Embiid wasn't playing when they played the Sixers and stuff like that. Like, nope. So I would say that um, Pelicans are kind of frauds, like. But I don't think any like can the, you even be frauds if you're not getting paid any attention to? Like the the Pelicans, they were good at the start of the season, and then Zion got hurt again. Of course, um, who could have predicted? 
I think the, I mean, the Nets are falling because they traded both their good players. Um, I think all the top five teams in the East are not frauds. Miami, everyone knows that they're not as good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, like, none of these, like, I feel very strongly about, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Some you people would say Sacramento are frauds. I disagree. <laughs> I would disagree. We're, we're I think, I think there's a lot of Sacramento hate, and I think Sacramento, like, Genuinely, like they are one of the better teams in the NBA, hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised if they take a series and make it past the first round. And a lot of people don't think they're making it past the first round. Hmm. I would, lo- I would want to see that. I think everyone wants to see that. 100 percent. If they do that, I'm getting a. That's America's team. That's literally America. Well, if they do that, I'm gonna get a Kings jersey. I'll, I'll get, I'll get a Malik Monk Kings jersey. Oh, I want it. All right, fine. I'll get a or no. If you want a Malik Monk, no, I'll, I'll do a Sabonis. Jersey. Sabonis, that'll be good. Cause that's kind of icy. I want to get like a I throwback can't. Kings, like throwback Kings Sabonis. No, I like the new ones, honestly. No, but like, I mean, I just like the purple. Yeah, no, the purple, purple and white. Bla- the purple and black. Would you get a purple and white, or would you get a purple and black? Probably black, actually. Yeah. I don't see like. I love the I love that purple and black, but I like white basketball jerseys and then I do black. It's opposite with the football jerseys. I like black football jerseys rather than Dude, white. I just love the Kings. <laughs> Harrison Barnes Light the on beam. the Kings. Mm. Um Dude, Darren Fox, Kevin Herter, I'd get a Herter jersey. Mm. The Red Rocket. Who's wait, who does Dorch Dort? Who's that? The OKC. Oh. Thunder. Uh, he seems like a he seems like a king. Dort, yeah. Get a torture. He's been playing really well, actually. Has he? Yeah, we're the torture chamber. We're out of time, but the next show isn't here, um, so we should probably still wrap it up, though. Yeah, um, we can still play some music. Stay tuned if you're live, because we'll just DJ and play a lot of funny stuff. Yeah, uh, we, we gotta give room for the ten to the top, I think. But ten to the top, Mike. Yes, we're gonna keep on talking forever. This is Good Bad More <laughs> out. Uh, see you guys later. That's it. That's it. That was the outro. That was the outro.